Welcome to the other half of FIFO Life podcast. Join me on this awesome journey as we explore what FIFO Life looks like for the partners and families at home. In this positive space, no topics are off limits as we chat to experts in their field as well as the average person living their best other half of FIFO life. Hello, everybody. In today's episode, we're going to chat about everything physical distance. So everything about the physical distance of FIFO and how that impacts our relationships, how that impacts us physically, how it impacts us emotionally, um, and break it down and look at a few tips to help combat some of the not-so-great side effects. Um, So I'm going to start off straight away into the physical touch that is impacted by the fact that our partners work away. So this is not just getting intimate with your partner in the bedroom. This is being in the same physical space and physically interacting with each other. So that can be when you're in the kitchen, getting breakfast in the morning and actually touching that person. It can be just having a hug, sitting on the couch together um, and also definitely the physical touch of the parent that works away if you have children and that connection that is that is strengthened when you can physically touch each other. Um, the amazing thing about physical touch is it enables us to connect without words. So I know you can all relate to this and a good example of it is um, for a child who is having feelings um, more so in the negative space so they're crying about something they're upset about something and you don't have to say anything but just putting your arms around and holding them and that that can help heal how that child is feeling in that moment and that physical connection and as we get as adults we you know, if we cry and upset about something, we haven't got our mum or our dad putting their arms around us and giving us a hug. So we don't necessarily think about the actual physical touch and how important it is in our relationships around us and how important it is when helping process emotions that we're feeling. Um, Now, as a FIFO partner, there is sometimes at the end of the day where I just want to be able to be hugged or I just want to put my arms around my husband, um, you know, if I've had a challenging day. And that's sometimes all I need and not necessarily any words. But when um, you have a FIFO partner, you can't have that. Um, So it's really important to look at how else can we, when they're away, um, help ourselves, help them and help our children um, fill that void of that physical touch. So this is largely where we rely on um, our communication. So if you are having a difficult day that you actually tell your partner you're having a difficult day and um, not necessarily asking anything from them, but just sharing that process, um, this can be where face-to-face, sorry, FaceTime is like super important tool that just seeing um, your partner can kind of help that connection feel a bit stronger than just when you're on the phone talking. But with our kids, this is something that 
there's so many different things we can do to help them when they can't have that physical touch with their parent. Um, we've all heard of the um, Wish You Were Here dolls or there's lots of different brands, but actually giving your child something that they can they can hug and they can connect with. Um, my mum, when I was younger, used to go away for work as well, and I used to love having one of her jumpers Um to help stay close when she was away. Now, the interesting thing is when we look at all our senses, um, that when you're with someone physically, a lot of those senses are being stimulated. So you can hear them, you can smell them, you can touch them. So we can create that same level of connection for that child and that partner's away. So you could use something like a jumper so they can smell um, that parent so it's a jumper that they wear all the time. So maybe that that sensation or that feel of the, the clothing um, connects the child to that parent. But if you've got a, a doll or something that looks like the parent, you could just spray their deodorant on it. Or another one is the parent can sleep with it in their bed while they're home. Um, and therefore that smell um, and that familiar smell for that child is there. So there's lots of things you can do that mimic what you get out of that physical touch for when they're away, particularly with the children, because keeping that connection with the parent um, helps that bond when they come home. So the other thing that we as FIFO partners can be um, impacted by not having your parent, sorry, the your partner around physically is the help around the house. Now, yes, I know we can all do it on our own, but this can then add a real mental load when we are trying to do all the things that our partner does when they're here. So my partner is, my husband is very good at doing things like mowing the lawns and doing the weeds and that when he comes home and for the two weeks that he's away, I don't have to do that so much. So that's not on my mental payload because I know that he does that. But there's lots of other things that have to be done on a weekly, if not daily basis, that when he's away, I don't get help with. So it's really important that you have the discussion with your partner about this, that that is a stress that you carry um, when they're not home. And so you can do things like, one, you can look at employing somebody to come in and help with those things when your partner's away. Um, you can. Um, maybe have the discussion about that some of those things they they get they slip you don't do them as much when you're doing when you're home on your own and that's okay and working through the process that you're okay with that um, but also having the conversation with your partner that's away some of the things physically that you need them to do around the house when they come home because I've heard many conversations um, that go on between the partner at home and the partner away that they're not on the same page. So the partner comes home and they go around and do the things that they think is important um, and the partner that's always at home might not have the same list um, of what's important and what they need um, support with. So make sure you're having those conversations so that you don't have to carry that mental load and that stress um, of the physical things that you want help with around the house. 
get help where you can, communicate with your partner what you would like support with and allow some of those things to slip and be okay with it at the detriment, uh, sorry, at the um, benefit of your mental health. The emotional connection. This is one that we sometimes don't realise that having the person physically away gets affected. So I'll give you an example. Your partner's on site. They've been dealing with stresses on site that you don't know about unless they tell you you're at home managing the kids, managing work, um, managing the other demands of the house that your partner doesn't necessarily understand. And then you come together for a short conversation at the end of the day. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to both get on the phone and talk about all the things that are stressing you out and that's going on in your life. But understand that if you have emotional needs that um, you would like met, then you need to communicate them to your partner because they're not physically in the same space as you, they aren't necessarily going to read the signs. So I'll give you an example. You both, if you were to, to be working both at home, you come in from your busy days and the kids are running around and you can read a whole heap of cues from each other, body language, tone of voice, um, those micro expressions as they're doing things around the house, um, what behaviours they do when they come in the house. Like if you've had a really stressful day, you might like flop down onto the couch um, and that's things that you can read about how your partner's feeling um, that when you're with them physically that you get all that bits of information and then can adjust and support them the way they might need or vice versa. But when you are physically together, you're not getting all those um, all those other cues for you to read to be able to get a picture and see how your partner is emotionally feeling. So I know that for many FIFO partners at home, sometimes we feel like our emotional needs aren't being met. We need to understand that our partners don't have all the same cues that they normally would. And that is also um, that is also assuming that they know how to read them and then meet your needs, which is a whole nother um, topic in itself. But if you understand that not being together physically, it makes it even harder for you to read each other's um, body language and other cues then you realise that it is very difficult for your partner to be able to meet your emotional needs because they haven't got all the information to understand where you're at. So it's even more important to you communicate what you need and how you want them to meet it. You'll notice that through all of these subjects, a physical touch, the help around the house and the emotional connection, the answer to help um support each other in these areas comes down to that communication not expecting each other to know what we need and how to meet those needs so making sure you express how you feel and how you you would like your partner to support you um giving them the space to be able to have these conversations because i know myself i definitely am good at communicating 
but my husband doesn't necessarily even know that that's what sometimes he needs. So it's um, asking the questions or giving the opportunity for your partner to express themselves. And as the parent um, in, in the dynamic, you also need to make sure that you're making this space for your kids and that sometimes FaceTime, you know, sitting around all in the lounge room is a difficult place for your kids to express their emotional needs or what they might need physically as in um, touch and things like that. So understanding how you might be able to meet the needs of your children as I said, um, giving them things that they can connect to the parent that's away, but also giving the children an opportunity to talk in a more relaxed one-on-one situation with their parent that's away. Um, My son is seven and he really likes to sit and play Lego while he's talking to his dad. So to get him to sit down and open up about what's going on in his world when he's just sitting looking at a screen, is quite a difficult thing to do. But while he's sitting playing Lego, it's a great opportunity for my husband to be able to talk to him and ask him how his day was while he plays Lego. So with your kids, make sure you give them the space or create the opportunities for them to be able to connect with their parent that's on site. Make sure you make the space for your partner who's on site to be able to um, connect with you and make sure that you are articulating how you feel and what you need and not expecting anybody to be able to um, read your mind because that's when a lot of frustrations can come up when you expect um, your partner to, to, to know what you need. So physical distance can create some really big barriers. Understanding how you can meet them can be an absolute game changer when you put some of these um, tips into practice. I hope that this was valuable. It's certainly been a learning curve for me, especially with the dynamic of um, having kids and understanding their needs. Um, If you want to hear more, tips or you want me to discuss something um, in particular on um, this podcast, please reach out, please DM. Um, I will put uh, links in the show notes so that you can connect with me directly. Um, Have a wonderful day. Bye.